Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Ladies Promoting Transparent Advocacy Podcast. I am your podcast host, Shay Pate. As we continue to celebrate March as Women Making History Month, um, I want to talk about a local woman here in Atlanta. And I want to celebrate her because even though she's very well known in Atlanta, right now she is known around the world, and I do mean around the world. I actually went on YouTube to find some clips of some interviews she has done, and um, you'll see her mention that as well. But the person that I want to talk about, there's so many reasons why I want to celebrate her, and the reason that came to mind first is that she has helped a whole group of African Americans learn how to eat healthier. One of the things I am trying to do is learn to eat healthier, exercise, and get back in shape. Because like a lot of people, being in the house for over a year, it's easy to gain weight, um, not exercise like you should, even with equipment. I have no excuse other than just being extremely busy. But if I don't get myself in better shape, (laughs) it won't matter, right? And I'm sure a lot of you can feel that way. And she has came into Atlanta and started a revolution that is like unheard of. And the person I'm talking about is Pinky Cole. Um, You may know her for various reasons. Her name is Aisha Cole and she goes by Pinky and we're going to talk about her background in a moment. But she is the founder and CEO of a restaurant called Slutty Vegan. And Slutty Vegan has not only taken Atlanta by storm, but people fly in for various reasons and try to um, make that trip to get one of these amazing burgers. And as you will hear, I um, wanted to play the first radio interview I heard from her because this this came into Atlanta at the end of 2018, but this was in January of 2019. And she was saying that the average wait line for her restaurant was like three hours. And then last year, she said the wait is up to eight. And I'm going to tell you something. No lie. I have tried everything under the sun to try to get in there like when it's storming maybe. Or if it's snowing and nothing is open hardly. I done tried every way to try to get in there to be in the line under five hours. And I haven't been successful. Not one time. I haven't had a burger yet, but I've been trying for the last couple of years. That's how in demand she is. And now she has a second location that's a little closer to me. I still haven't had one yet, but at least me and my daughter have been trying to figure out ways to get it. Her best friend somehow waited in line and invited her on her birthday to get it. And she said it was worth the wait. So I'm still trying to get me a slutty vegan burger, but I'll get it. But I just wanted this mate, this young lady, and she's only 33. And I have to emphasize that because she has done so much and she's so young and she should be really motivating to a lot of people. And I just want to just celebrate her. And as I mentioned, her name is um, Aisha Cole. And she was born and raised in Baltimore. And her parents are Jamaican immigrants and Rastafarians. And so funny because um, she says she became a vegan in 2007, excuse me, a vegetarian 
2007 and a vegan in 2014. So look, it's only 2014 wasn't that long ago. And she has just turned into just a, an amazing uh, woman just in such a short period of time. And she received her bachelor's degree from Clark Atlanta University. And she also, which people may not have known, know that, she, I mean, may not have known she was elected Miss Clark Atlanta in 2008. And she's a member of the Divine Nine Delta Sigma Theta sorority. So shout out to her uh, sorority sisters. And I just want to talk about her career because her career was actually really interesting when I was doing research on her. And it was saying that after college, like I said, she went to college here in Atlanta. She is from Baltimore. But after college, it says she moved first to Los Angeles to become an actress and then to New York to work in television production. She had a restaurant before Slutty Vegan, and it was called Pinky's Jamaican and American Restaurant. And it operated in Harlem. She had it for two years. And then in 2016, um, there was a grease fire. And so she moved back to Atlanta and worked as a casting director for uh, Iyala Van Zant's Fix My Life. So that's pretty cool in itself. So here we go now the Slutty Vegan. In July 2018, she was inspired to create a vegan restaurant due to her own craving for vegan junk food. She came up with the name Slutty Vegan as a provocative hook. <laughs> she says that in an interview that Slutty Vegan, to my mind, is someone who eats vegan but enjoys junk food as long as it's not dead. I knew the name would be a great hook to help people to reimagine food. That year, she sold her first vegan burger through delivering, excuse me, through delivery apps and opened a food truck in September. And that was of 2018. In January 2019, she opened the first Letty Vegan brick and mortar restaurant in the Westview, West, it says Westview neighborhood of Atlanta, but I think it's technically called West End. The restaurant is known for its long lines with hours long wait times. And I mentioned that and you're going to hear her tell you that in the first year, it was a five hour wait. Last year, it was an eight hour wait. I know one thing is our words and everybody says it's worth it. Me personally, I just, I would be hung up on a two hour wait at the Cheesecake Factory. I ain't going to lie. I just personally, I don't have the patience to stand in line like that other than for voting. So one day I'm going to get there or have somebody treat me there. But everyone I know who has eaten the food said it is worth the wait. So I don't know. One day I'm going to try to figure out maybe through a snowstorm and she's open and people won't get out and I can go and wait maybe two hours. Who knows? I'm getting there, though. Trust me. I, I definitely want to try it. But like I said, it is known for its long lines. And so um, she opened a second restaurant location in Atlanta in the summer of 2019. Now, one of the things about this restaurant is that a lot of people wasn't really sure. I did some researching, as always, and I found an article that was done in 2019, in July, actually, 2019. 
And it's entitled, this is from the New York Times. The title of the article says, A Naughty Name, A Virtuous Menu, and A Line Down the Block. <laughs> and, you know, I like the article they did on her. And I want you guys to look, read a little more about it. And this was done in July of 2019. She was still fairly new. But I liked how the New York Times did this article. And it said, The Slutty Vegan and Atlanta Burger count- Counter has become the place to be seen waiting, especially if you're an African-American celebrity. See, so they start, the celebrities was turning out. And it's so funny because the article starts out, the very first sentence says, as a name for a food business, Slutty Vegan could have doomed the place from the start, but it turns out it was a really good idea. (laughs) Well, honey, it was definitely... A good idea. And I love some of the names of her burgers, like the One Night Stand. It's a mess of a burger on a soft Hawaiian-style bun. That's the best seller. It's built with slices of vegan bacon and fake cheese on an impossible food patty powered with caramelized onions, tomatoes, slices, and chopped lettuce. The burger's then finished with two, <clears throat> excuse me, generous squirts of sauce. That's her special sauce. One is red and has a tang of vinegar, and the other is orange and tastes like Thousand Island thinner, spicier cousin. (laughs) Well, I know one thing. A lot of celebrities that come to Atlanta, they make their way there. And if you pay attention to a lot of the reality TV shows here, you'll periodically see someone go there as well. And I like what she was quoted as saying, excuse me, she said, at the end of the day, it has nothing to do with sex. (laughs) She was talking about the name. She said, I know that sex sells. So I thought, how could positively manipulate this? We want you to have an orgasmic experience and the ultimate feeling of euphoria that comes after having a vegan burger. Well, like I said, I personally have not had one, but those who have that I know, it sounds like their mission was accomplished. (laughs) She goes on to say, when you think vegan, you usually think it's boring, but it's fresh, it's clean, nothing is wrong with all those things. But a lot of black people see vegan as rich white lifestyles. Well, I didn't I didn't even realize that, but I guess if you really think about it, that may be true. A lot of people may look at being vegan as expensive and not soul foodish and but a lot of black people in all honesty they are really um, trying to change their lifestyle. We A lot of us grew up on soul food, and there's nothing wrong with it because I love it. But as we know, you have to do certain things in moderations or we will be unhealthy and have diabetes and high blood pressure and other things that, according to science, associates with the African-American community. You know, but the fact that... <clears throat> She was able to tap in in a city like Atlanta, which is the South. The South. That is big. And she says, this is about supply and demand. Who wants something you can get any th- anytime? 
We want you to beg for it. We're not selling food. We're selling the experience. And that sounds about right. I mean, she has had all kind of people just having her fly into their businesses and feed their employees for special events. I mean, when you get to that level in such a short period of time, mm-mm-mm. I just don't understand. I, I don't understand how this amazing woman, and this is the positive not understanding, this amazing woman just came to Atlanta and boom. I mean, think about this. This is only 2021. Less than three years. She has really changed a lot of people's eating and their thinking not saying that everything vegan they're eating is coming from her restaurant, but her giving people an opportunity to reevaluate eating vegan. And if you can eat something that tastes good and look normal, I mean, because if you look at her burgers, they look like regular burgers until she tell you what they are. I mean, and then if you don't pay attention and just eat it from what I'm hearing, and I can't say from my own example because I haven't had it yet, but I'm trying. <laughs> I think that it's uh, amazing that she has come and done all this. And as I mentioned, she is a philanthropist. I can always get this word messed up. Philanthropist. You know what I'm talking about. She, um, as I mentioned, she went to Clark Atlanta and was actually Miss Clark Atlanta. And her and a fellow graduate donated to pay off 30 of the students uh, debt for Clark Atlanta. And I think that's important to acknowledge. And the reason why I want to say that is that when we can get an opportunity to give back and we don't, I think it's a bad mistake because I know one thing, anytime I can get blessed with anything that can be shared, I want to share it. So her and a young lady named Stacy Lee, they did pay off the debts of 30 Clark Atlanta University seniors in September 2019. Now, as I mentioned, pay attention to these dates because I'm telling you what she's doing at the beginning of her success. Now, 2019 was two years ago. Now, imagine how much she has grown since then. I am so excited to just talk about her for those who are not familiar with her. And I think that, as I always try to do, putting people audio in their own words so you can hear what they're thinking and how things come up will probably be what does this episode some justice. Now, when I was doing some research, though, there was something that I read that was actually extremely disturbing to me. Now, according this is just according to what I read on a never heard of this. So I had to actually read the article. But according to face2faceafrica.com, they had an article that was done in July of 2020. And it said that celebrities buy out slutty vegan after racist online trolls tried to take her out. Now, I'm like, okay, what is going on? Let me read this article. And so I'm going to read part of the article, and it says, Slutty Vegan is a Black-owned, plant-based restaurant run by Pinky Cole, 
who has shot to fame in the Atlanta area. This vegan chef's good works were almost marred by a group of angry social media users who left negative reviews and racist comments on her Google and Yelp after she decided to help the family of Rashard Brooks. Now listen to that. Rashard Brooks is the young man who got gotten down in Atlanta, in case you guys are not familiar with the situation, which I'm, I'm sure by now most of you are. And the fact that she is trying to do something positive, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. She, you know, these people are just angry. I don't think that they're even thinking about why they're angry because she's doing positive things, you know. And I think that it's really sad that it took celebrities to have to come out and they're saying that, you know, celebrity patrons, Gabrielle Union, Lala Anthony, Chris Paul, Ludacris huddled together, bought out the restaurant so that they wouldn't even talk about, they, they pulled the attention away from Pinky. That's how much love she has. They bought out the restaurant and the community free and gave the community free food. Okay. Because they were criticizing her for doing it. <laughs> wow. I don't understand. It's saying that they, they tried to stop her from continuing her philanthropic, <laughs> I can never say that wrong, right? Her duty to her community and society at large. She had joined forces with local business owners to cater to the family of Mr. Brooks. He was the 27-year-old man who was killed by Atlanta police officers on June 12th at Wendy's. This was the young man who was sitting in his car. They gave Brooks' family a car, life insurance, and his children full scholarships to Clark Atlanta University. Look at what this woman, look at this. And the celebrities came out to, to not only honor her, but Help the goal. And look what they've done for Mr. Brooks's family. She also was collaborating with local eateries to give free meals to the police officers, first responders, and other essential workers during the lockdown, but suspended that service in support of the hashtag Black Lives Matter movement to put an end to police brutality. Ooh-wee. So because of that, I mean, you know, she has to believe in what she believes in and stand up for. But because of that, because of the stance, social media users, they tried to leave negative and racist reviews for her restaurant. In less than 72 hours, the local community, having seen the trail of negative comments, decided to give 18,000, listen to that, genuine positive reviews to, to knock down the negativity that people were doing. That is crazy. You know, and it's so funny because she has a record for providing free meals to nursing homes here. She's assisted with payments of tuition once again, as I mentioned. She was a key figure in the funeral of Nigel Cole by helping to pay for his funeral. Now, Nigel was a 15-year-old gay teen who committed suicide after being bullied constantly. 
So listen, this keep in mind this young lady's only thirty three. So you know, I don't know what people. Un- I don't know. I don't know what people think they're doing by trying to knock down positivity. Because one thing about doing too much, eventually the best will win, you know, and she's doing what's best overall. She's doing what good people do and she's still winning. And, you know, they did a um, interview on her. Well, a whole bunch of interviews on her, actually. But as I said, I do a lot of research and a a guy from Forbes um, did an interview with her. And that was an interesting interview. And unfortunately, um, a lot of what I've already said, he's asked in this interview. But I do like a few questions that I did not talk about. And the first question is, first question has to be the origin of the name. The person who interviewed her, his last name is Solomon. I think his name is pronounced Mackay. Uh, Solomon. And he asked, first question has to be the origin of the name. So she responds, the slutty vegan was born in my two-bedroom apartment in July 2018. I was hungry and wanted some vegan junk food. And in pure light bulb style, the name came to me. A slutty vegan, to my mind, is someone who eats vegan but enjoys junk food as long as it's not dead. I knew the name would be a great hook to help people to reimagine food. What I didn't know was how much of an impact it would make. And I know I said some of these same things before, but I wanted to read it in the interview format. And another thing she mentioned was uh, the wrong idea of the name. Mr. Sullivan asked her, tell me about some cringeworthy times when someone got the wrong idea about the name or about the naughty, the naughtily named menu items you offer. And she says, it's always interesting to watch the most conservative people asking for one night stands. That's one of her burgers. <laughs> they try to whisper it so nobody can hear them. I remember one time when a woman was talking about ordering a menage a trois burger and her husband chimed in. I want a menage a trois too. <laughs> <laughs> the dear steer the woman gave to her husband let us know that slutty vegan was not the best place for feuding couples. Oh, that's cute. Well, what I want to do is I want to play two interviews she did, and I'm only going to play the beginning of one of them. One is from the biggest, uh, well, it was, I think it still is, the biggest rating R&B station here in Atlanta. And the other one is when she came on Tamron Hall. And then I want to close out the episode with her talking about her foundation. And if you're interested, how you can donate to her foundation. So I'm going to play these back to back. Check her out. 
It's the morning culture, oh. EATL's number one for hip-hop and R&B. And ladies and gentlemen, she is in the studio. The one and only Pinky Cole Woo! of Slutty yeah. Egan yeah. is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Man, the yeah. phenomenon that has taken the city of Atlanta by storm. She's been featured all over. Everybody knows her. Yes. Congratulations. Yes. And I, I, first of all, I, I got I to say this. How do you find time? <coughs> To be a restaurateur at the same time, Excuse you're still me. like producing television and everything else. Because well, you work with Ianla Fix My Life and everything. Yeah, as of um two months ago. Well, first of all, I'm just happy to be here. Hey, girl, happy we are so happy to have you, fellow vegan this in the house, the, sister. The yes, two people, one to my left, yeah. one to my right. I'm so grateful to just be in your presence, number one. And um, Likewise. this has just been an amazing roller coaster ride for me. Um. I'm Jamaican, so I could do all things too. Jahu strengthens me. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, having so many things on my plate at one time, this feels right. And that's how I know I'm walking in alignment with who I am. So I'm just blessed. I'm just Good happy for you. So can, can I narrate the experience? So yesterday, you had us come to Slutty Vegan yes. at your address here in Atlanta. And I remember getting off the highway, getting off 20, coming down the street. And as soon as I got to the corner, and turn the corner. I see a line of people down the street. So many people. And it wasn't for Joy. No, you're short. It wasn't for Joy. It was for you. The length of that line. Yeah, it was insane. It was insane. Okay, the line went two blocks. Yeah. And, I and that was light because the weather was bad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I overheard Girl. folks in the front saying that they were waiting at like 1.30, 1 o'clock. But you see how beautiful Atlanta is? Like these people wait for five hours. Yeah, a vegan girl. That makes my heart so filled with joy. It's a beautiful feeling because it's not just burgers and fries, right? This is like a vegan revolutionary movement, yes. right? Especially for people who look like me and you. So for the people to support me in the way that they have been, like, I cannot describe it in words. And they continue to support me, good, bad, and indifferent. Whether rain, sleet, snow, they're there and they support. And it's just a plus that the food is damn good. Girl, so, so good. Did you expect that in Atlanta? You know, the black yeah. culture, like, like you <laughs> said that's not even a part of our culture normally to be vegan no you know i've owned a restaurant before too right. yeah so um i had a lot of people there but i never imagined it to be like this and i'm just grateful for wow. the atlanta support and i think it's time like yes we are in a cultural movement where like people white black blue we're all walking into the truth and a part of that truth is eating healthier and knowing that it doesn't have to be dead to taste good right you know, on. what what let me ask you your other restaurant what was it so it was a Jamaican restaurant. It was called Pinkies in Harlem, one forty fifth between seventh and eighth, um, and it did extremely well. Um, but I wasn't equipped with the proper tools to do what I needed to do. But I needed to be in that space because the universe provided me with so many lessons yeah. that I was able to bring into Slutty Vegan. Right. So that restaurant burned down after two years, um, and I got a great opportunity to work on Yala Fix My Life as the casting director. Hey Yala, <laughs> um, and I was on that show. So we relocated to Atlanta. So while in Atlanta, I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm ready like I feel like I'm getting ready for the Super Bowl like I want to do this again but I want to do it in a different way yeah so then when I came up with slutty vegan everything just shot up from there like I can't even begin to tell you like the steps that it took because it literally happened not overnight because I've been doing this since I was a little girl right. but this was right like it's right yeah it's so, just all in alignment all in alignment Go, girl. and that was the first interview I ever heard Pinky Cole do and that was on January 24th 20. 
So what I did, there's so many videos on this amazing woman. I went to different YouTube channels to try to find some so you can hear a little more about this revolution. And I wanted to play this specific recording, and that was from the morning culture that was done here in Atlanta, because you get to hear in Pinky's own voice how Slutty Vegan came about. And the thing that was really interesting to me is that this is a young lady that, as of this day, she is not but 33. Let me rephrase that. She is only <laughs> 33 years old. This is a young lady that has just, just like kicked in the door of introducing vegan food to African Americans. And she's been everywhere. So as I mentioned, this interview was done right after she kind of started here in Atlanta. And she's blown up like drastically. And what I want to do is just give you guys a little more of Pinky's own words as she was working the circus. And this interview was actually done in um, 2020. And this is on my girl Tamron Hall's show. And I want you to listen to this interview with Pinky on Tamron about Slutty Vegan. With entrepreneur who revolutionized the cuisine of veganism down south. Welcome. This, I love the name of your restaurant, Slutty Vegan. <laughs> Slutty Vegan. Her name is Pinky Cole. Pinky, since we started talking vegan last week, so many people have been just, what do I make? What do I make? Tyler Perry loves your burger. Everybody He's coming on on Friday. Yeah. How do we make your vegan burger that's taken over the South? So basically, what I'm doing is I'm helping people to reimagine food, right? And the burger so, is called One Night Stand? It's called a One Night okay. Stand. Okay. <laughs> so first, I want to do this. So remember your favorite cookout? Yeah. I'm going to take some lettuce. And it's right. messy, right? When you're making a burger. What's it gets in a your no-meat burger, though? Love. Love. I put a lot of love in it. But it's bigger than burgers and fries. So okay. right here may look like just a burger, but it's okay. not just a burger. What we do is we help people to reimagine food. People who look like me, you and all people, and they come together in the name of food. Okay. Right? So with this one night stand, we have some bacon. And this is vegan bacon, by the way. What is in vegan bacon? So it's konjac root powder. Oh. Um, and it really tastes better than the real thing. Can I taste it? Absolutely. So all right. taste that one right okay. here. Okay. And that's... Is that good? It tastes smoky. Smoky, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, no, what we're going to do is we're going to put our... So there's no in. meat in this? There, yeah, there is no meat. Mm -hmm. And when I came up with the name, it was just a hook to get people tuned in to eating vegan food without animal cruelty. How did going vegan change your life? It changed my life for the better. Okay. This is not my first restaurant. I had a restaurant before. I lost everything. But that okay. was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. Because what it did is it put me in a position to really help people all around the world eat better okay i have someone from the audience because who's going to take the burger yes. with me come on over because i like to share i'm a yes. communal person so come on what's your come name on. where are you from tara now are you come vegan uh sometimes okay, okay. you have a special sauce you have a special sauce so this is my special sauce that i created this is why people line up for eight hours so what's in it well i can't tell you what's in it oh curse <laughs> <laughs> on tv okay. yeah. A recipe. Okay. Put a little bit. What kind of? It. What's in this cheese? Is that dairy? So we use a vegan cheese okay. uh, from a diet company, but it's amazing. So try that mm. again. Eight hours from around the world. Mm. Is it good? Oh my God, great party. <laughs> Will it, it make you go vegan? Party is right. Mm -hmm. Will it make you go vegan? Will it make me go vegan today? 
<laughs> well, this is amazing. Yes, I'm glad you like it. And the challenge of being down south and doing this, I'm from Texas. I'm from Luling, Texas. I grew up on barbecue and sausage. I never met a cow I didn't like. <laughs> what should we do when we are raised this way to believe this is our only nutrition? So you need to break the cycle. Okay. A lot of times, ancestrally, we have done what tradition and society told us to do. You don't have to do that anymore. Okay. Now you can eat better. You don't have to compromise animals. You can have a great experience. I want you back on our show to show us more recipes. See, that's what I'm talking about. And I wanted you to hear the wait time in line in her own words. Now, this was done last year. And she's saying now that wait time is eight hours. So I wanted you to hear in her own words, because trust me, the lines are forever. I always worried about having to go to the bathroom, waiting in line, and then what? So I'm like, I definitely can't go by myself because if I get out of line after waiting for four or five hours because I got to go to the bathroom, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> that's just me thinking. So I'm still trying to get me a slutty vegan burger. I, You know, I follow her and I, I try to catch the food truck and I'm so mad at myself because at one point, her food truck, which she has, which I thought was brilliant too, to just keep it mobile. You know, she has a, a, a two restaurants that I'm familiar with, and she got food trucks. So one time her food truck was literally within minutes from me, and someone told me my phone was on vibrate. I didn't even hear it, and I missed out. So I'm going to get there, though, because I really, really want to try this burger. But I just wanted to celebrate her because it's still, you know, March is still Women's History Month, and this is a woman that has been doing so many great things. And I just wanted those who are not familiar with her to, to check her out if you come to Atlanta and you're not already here. And as she said, it's a couple hours wait. So just like you're going to vote, you might want to bring a sit and cheer or whatever because uh, you're going to probably wait for a long time. <laughs> I'm just saying, but I keep hearing it's worth the wait. But I wanted to... I play before I close out this episode. She has a foundation and I happened to find her PSA on it. And I wanted to share it with you guys because when you hear positive things about people trying to do stuff, especially come back into the community, I think it's important because you have to remember she's from Baltimore, lived in New York, LA, and her restaurant is here and she's doing a lot of positive things for Atlanta. So imagine what she's probably doing quietly in her hometown of Baltimore or even in the places she lived like L.A. and New York. So if you want to give to her foundation, definitely consider it. And I'm going to let you hear her PSA regarding her foundation. So check her out. I do want to make one little comment about uh, Slutty Vegan. A lot of people in the urban community are familiar with Master P's uh, chips called Wrap Snacks. And I found out that they have one for Slutty Vegan and Pinky Cole. So I went and found it. And ironically, it's my favorite flavor of all time chips. And it's jalapeno cheddar. And I mean... Is the best chip I ever had. And I have, I won't name the name, but there was a big chip company that had the cheddar jalapeno chips that it took me a long time to find. That was my favorite, but I have to admit, Slutty Vegan 
is my favorite now. So, I mean, when Master P lets you be on the face, that means you're part of a revolution because it's usually just the rappers. And as I said, she's young. She's 33 years old. She's influential. And if you get a chance to check out the chips and Pinky's face is on it, so is her uh, food truck in the name. It's called Slutty Vegan Flavorish Cheddar and Jalapeno. Definitely check out those chips. I just had to mention that. Hey world, it's Pinky Cole, CEO and founder of Slutty Vegan ATL. When I'm not running a multi-million dollar company, I am heading the Pinky Cole Foundation, where it is our mission to close the generational wealth gap. We've done a lot through the foundation. We partner with the Department of Juvenile Justice. We paid the rents for local business owners in the area. We provided scholarships and life insurance for families and for people who go to Clark Atlanta University and other institutions. We've done so much in the community, but the work does not stop here. Help us continue to do the work and by going to our website, www.pinkygivesback. Click on the donate link and help us continue out our mission. Your donation will not only help a family, it'll help an entrepreneur, it'll help a student, it'll help people in need, it'll help the community. And make sure you follow us with all social media handles, Pinky Gives Back. We hope to see you soon and thank you for your continued support for the Pinky Girl Foundation. So if you want to give back to Pinky Gives Back, as she mentioned, she's on all social media. So check her out. Her name is Pinky Cole, or you might want to go to Slutty Vegan, whichever whichever way you go to get in touch with her and see what she's about is definitely appreciated. So as I said, I just wanted to celebrate this lady. She is amazing. She is, as we used to say growing up, young, gifted, and black. And um, just check her out. Just be patient, though. <laughs> but everybody says it's worth the wait. I'm going to get there one day. So I want to close out this episode and just thank you guys for listening. And as always, I ask you guys to, to follow me, not just listen to me. I need you to follow me on all the podcast platforms. I am available, whether it's Apple iTunes or Google Play, Amazon Alexa, tune in. Pandora, Spotify, and also my hosting podcast, which is Podbean. So please follow us on Twitter at Advocacy Ladies. That's capital A as in advocacy, capital L as in ladies. And you can always give us a call with any topics that you want us to talk about, discuss, or look into. And you can call us at 404-855-7723. You can always send us an email at podcasthost, 19 at gmail.com. And those are all small letters. And I have, you know, I like to say this to the, those that are listening. I have so many subjects that are being sent to me and a lot of video hours and hours and hours of video so of course i don't have time to go through all of them because it's a lot i mean i have like two two, three hundred hours of youtube videos people have sent me that i just can't go through all of them so i'm trying to you know take some time out to go through them and as i mentioned i am strongly going to consider i can actually say i'm going to take the month of april off so there will be two more episodes for March. We will have one Friday, which is actually um, talking about a man that was sent to me 
from um, someone who was like a brother to me. He kept sending me the clips on this young man. So I told him I'd go through some of the clips that he sent and do my own research. So he will be my Fantastic Fellows Friday. And then I'm going to close out this month probably with one of my biggest sheroes. And those who know me will probably know who I'm talking about because next Wednesday she will have received another award. So I'm going to close my wonderful Wednesday of next week out with her. I'm sure, like I said, if you know me, you probably already know who it is. And she is here in the ATL. So, as I always like to say, please follow me, put your notifications on so that you can get the episodes as soon as they're published, and you can do that on all of the podcast uh, apps. And I also want you to go through the past 90 episodes and look at the different subjects that we're talking about, because remember, we're in the subject category of social and culture, but we got the subcategory of news politics and just accountability so we're it sounds like we're all over the place but unfortunately if we're not all over the place there's a lot of things that will fall through the cracks and a lot of people don't watch the news don't read newspapers and they get a lot of their information from social media so i'm trying to be the bridge that does that and i'm hoping you're enjoying the episodes you have listened to so I'm going to close this episode out, and I'm going to always ask my favorite question, what do you have to say? Thank you for listening. <laughs>